body aches, changes in weight, fatigue, hair loss. These are some of the common symptoms of a chronic stress condition known as adrenal fatigue. Many people have it and they don't even know it. Today, we'll take a close look at what causes it, how to prevent it, and what we can do if we have it. Hello and welcome to Living Well with Robin Stoloff, empowering you to live a healthier life. Please be sure to like and subscribe and I'll keep you updated on my most recent episode. Today, I am thrilled to welcome Dr. Stephanie Zagragan. She is an expert in functional endocrinology, lifestyle modification, and whole food supplementation. Dr. Zagragan's expertise includes functionally evaluating thyroid, adrenals, male and female hormone imbalances, and digestion. She's well-versed in saliva testing, hair mineral analysis, and interpretation of blood panels, and she has Lots of lots of letters after her name. So she's highly accredited. <laughs> Welcome. Thanks so much for joining us, Stephanie. Appreciate it. Oh, thanks for having me, Robin. It's a pleasure to be here with you today. Absolutely. Second time doing this. So <laughs> I, I'm so glad you could join me once again. So you help people in your office, as well as all over the world with many different conditions. So talk to us about what adrenal fatigue actually is and how we can detect it. Yeah, the adrenal glands are a really, really interesting system in our body. They are little glands that are the size of walnuts that sit over our kidneys, and they really do pack a punch. They are in charge of your stress hormones. They're in charge of ladies when we're going through perimenopause. They're the, they're the guys that need to start making our hormones for us. But, you know, Back in the day, these systems were only meant to be kind of short term. You know, these are the glands and systems that let a mom take a car for baby, you know, in one of those emergencies that you hear about. Yeah, she lifted a car and you're like, how the heck did she do that? You know, the adrenal glands, the adrenaline, the epinephrine, those are the systems that help with that. But I think the biggest challenge in today's environment is we're not turning those systems on and off. They're on all the time and they're becoming stressed out. And we're seeing more and more challenges with patients that have some chronic issues due to these glands and systems being taxed 24 seven. Is it, does it have something, a little, that little thing called a global pandemic have something to do with it? Are you seeing more people stressed because of that? Definitely a global pandemic has heightened that for a lot of people, um, but we've been seeing this for decades. When we, when we look at the stresses on our system, women having a lot of things to do these days, you know, playing mom, also working, juggling schedules, um, families under a lot of stress now, just anything that can create these stresses over a long term or even short terms, you know, an accident could create this too. So it can either be major short term stressors or long-term stressors over time. And even things we don't think about. We think about stresses like, oh, my work stress or my family or my kids, but it can also be things like chemicals. If you're constantly consuming chemicals, constantly consuming um, caffeine, alcohol, even the environmental toxins, these all put a stress and strain on our system. That really is incredible and something that we don't think about as much right. as we would think about everyday stress. So how do you actually detect this? Well, in my office, we can do a couple different things, but really most women come to me and it's usually women more than men, but both can have these, these kind of conditions, but generally it's because of their symptoms. They're not feeling well, their energy's low, they have fatigue, they sleep seven to eight hours and feel tired when they wake up. That's not how we're designed to be. And the way that I start looking at this from a, a 
nutritional and endocrinology, endocrinology perspective for my patients is doing some diagnostics. And my favorite way to look at this is via your saliva or your spit, because some of these hormones, they are cyclic, meaning they're going up and down all day long. And if we do a one-shot blood test, let's say for cortisol, we know that if cortisol is high or low, you don't feel your best, you don't have energy, it's tough to lose weight. But a lot of patients go and do their blood work first thing in the morning. And overall, that's when most people's cortisol levels are within those normal limits. But if we do a sampling across an entire day where you're giving little spit samples all day long, we can one, look and see if your cortisol output for an entire day is appropriate. Is it too high? Is it too low? Or is it high and low at appropriate times? You know, cortisol is designed to be highest in the morning to wake you up and get your booty out of bed. And <laughs> over the course of the day, it decreases. And at night, it should be its lowest to help you go to sleep easy. So I've seen patients that it's low when it's high and high when it's low and it's up when it's supposed to be down and all, all over the place, you name it. And the testing really allows you to determine exactly what's going on with the output of those levels, as well as really specific things that I can recommend as a practitioner, either certain foods to eat at certain times or a certain herb to take at a particular time of day that's really going to help um, rebalance that system for you. That's interesting, a saliva test. So, and you that can detect what you need to know through the saliva? Absolutely. Yeah. And it's non-invasive. You know, it's non-invasive. You do it in the mm -hmm. comfort of your home. You mail the test kit back once you're finished. And in about a week, I get the results back and create a game plan for my patient. That is amazing. And we do have to say that some of the uh, symptoms of this can be symptoms of something else. So we don't oh, want to make, yes. make it that this is, you definitely have this, if you have these <laughs> symptoms, they could be something else, but it is certainly worth looking into. Absolutely. And that's where the diagnostics come into play. You know, when, when a patient of mine comes in with a number of these symptoms that are typically associated with adrenal fatigue or just fatigue in general, it's not a bad idea to have those hormones tested. And there are others that are tested as well, but just to have a panel done to know, is this really something I'm dealing with or, or not? Okay, so let's talk about what actually can we do to prevent it and what can we do if we have it to treat it? I think the biggest thing for prevention is doing as many things as you can to live as balanced a life as possible. And I know that's a mouthful in one sentence, but it truly does come down to that. You know, looking at your lifestyle factors, how well you're eating, um, avoiding chemicals as much as possible, really taking time to have that mental, you know, break, if you will, for whatever that might mean to certain people. And I think those are the biggest prevention things. Almost in every type of condition or illness or disease, I always diet plays a huge factor. And I don't think we emphasize that enough in our country. We're a fast food generation. Yep. And unfortunately, you know, packaged food and quick meals and that sort of thing, and they're cheaper and they're easier. It's just become so convenient. And food has gotten supersized over the years. They, they did a, a comparison of a, a muffin in the 1950s, which was really kind of small compared to a muffin today, which was like three times the size. Right. And we're just, you know, yeah, better value. We get more for our money. And yet, you know, we are eating too much and we're eating the wrong foods. And how much, just to talk a little bit more about that, how much does diet play a role in adrenal fatigue? It's it's huge. And it's really interesting too that you mentioned, you know, the portion sizes and everything else, because when the adrenal glands are out of balance, they make you crave more sugar more salt, and maybe even more alcohol. So we're, we're wanting to eat more of those foods just to keep our systems up. When if we just worked on balancing out the adrenal glands, 
our bodies would come into that natural balance of, of truly what do we really crave and what does our body really need? Yeah, sort of like a, a vicious cycle. When you, Absolutely. When you crave it, then yeah. you do it, then you want some more. It's, it's, it's terrible. It really is. So I know diet is a huge factor in so many things. So if you find that someone does have adrenal fatigue, what are some of the ways to treat it? Yeah, typically for me, once again, if, if I have lab work, I'm giving really specific recommendations, but as far as broad recommendations go, there are definitely certain nutrients that the adrenal glands like to have more of. One of those is your B vitamins. So those are huge in energy production, and we can get a lot of those by eating more of those dark green leafy vegetables. So I'd say just keep adding more of that to the diet. So that's a good recommendation probably for all of us, but specifically for adrenal fatigue. The other is vitamin C. Our adrenal glands consume about 150 times more vitamin C than any other gland in the body, which is huge. So upping your intake of citrus, mushrooms are high in vitamin C, cherries. So all of those foods would be great. And finally, the mineral that the adrenal glands crave the most is selenium. And the way that we can get that mineral the easiest is three Brazil nuts a day is your daily supply. So don't overdo that one, but just three a day is perfect. So you can keep it by, you know, you know, right by your water glass or by your toothbrush and like right before bed. You're kidding me. I never knew that. Three days. See, I yes, want to eat the whole it. bag of Brazilian nuts because they're so good. But <laughs> they three, are tasty. Take three out and put, some, three. put them back. <laughs> yeah, well, I see it. This is why I love what I do. I never heard that. And that's great. Now, do you recommend supplements? Yes, I'll also recommend supplements too for patients. So once again, I'm custom tailoring things, but broad-based um, supplements, we can look at B vitamins, C vitamins, uh, products with selenium, and then there's a whole range of herb herbology that we can play with too in herbs. So a, a product that we could all take if, as far as adrenals and fatigue goes is adaptogenic herbs, they're called. I love those because it doesn't matter if your cortisol is high or low. What those herbs do is they help the body adapt. And probably one of the best herbs for the adrenal glands is ashwagandha. Um, so that's one of my favorites. I will also use uh, rhodiola, ginseng, ylithro, but I really will base those more so on lab work. But ashwagandha, I think most everyone could take yes, without issues. That. Mm -hmm. yeah, and, but you know, one. that's funny because you hear, oh, this is good for you and that's good for you. But how much do you take? When do you take right. it? Maybe you don't need it. It's very confusing to the average person. I've been doing this 30 some years and I'm still confused about all the different vitamins and minerals because everybody's an individual. You might not need the same supplements as someone else. And that's where the saliva testing comes in, right? Absolutely. Yep. So it's good to do, even if you're not feeling any symptoms in some ways, because it would just sort of balance you out. You might even have something that you're not even aware of. Maybe you're just a little foggy. Your brain's a little foggy and you just think that, oh, I'm getting old, <laughs> but maybe it has to do with your hormone levels and, and uh, what you're eating. It could have to do with that instead of just blaming it on an aging. So it is probably good to get a whole study and you work with people uh, you have a, you'll do a, a virtual meeting with them. Is that correct? Yes. If they're locally here in Charleston, um, I can do an in-person visit. Otherwise we're doing a lot of visits on zoom. So I work with patients all over the country at this point to help them balance out their hormones, balance out their adrenal glands, their thyroid. Uh, I work with a lot of patients with autoimmune diseases. So just whatever they bring to the table, I'm looking at them from a, a full body perspective and from a functional perspective to really balance them out. Because when you're balanced, you just feel better. 
You absolutely do. And as I said before, you might not even know that you have something. You might just chalk it up to something else. And it actually can be something that you can correct with some simple changes. You don't need to you know, redo your entire life, but maybe just make a few small changes and that can make such a difference. So very important. Yeah. And where can people reach out to you, Dr. Zagragan? People can reach me at my website. It's drzagragan.com. I'll spell that one. It's D-R-Z-G-R-A-G-G-E-N.com. And I'm also on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok. I'm making TikToks on recipes now. Instagram. Oh, I love it. it. That's where everybody is. You probably have all the young kids uh, calling you from there. And that's where everybody is. But no, the social media world is really, you know, it's it's a bear kind of to handle and try to reach out to everybody that way. But that's where people live. That's what people are. So it's really good that that you are doing that and educating people that way as well. And you had something called, was it happy little hormones? Was that it? Uh, what is that? I saw that on your website. Yes, I work on, uh, I've got a few online programs. So if people don't want to work one-on-one, but they're more on to self-guided study, I have a whole program on hormones. Um, I have a bunch of different recipes on there for your immune system, high protein meals. Um, if you want to learn how to make elderberry syrup, I've got it on there. So I'm trying to put out as much information to help people holistically and naturally heal their bodies. You are terrific. Thank you so much. I really appreciate your time, Dr. Stephanie Zagragan. I'm sure we'll see you again. Thanks, Thanks Robin. All right. And thank you for being with me today for Living Well with Robin Stoloff, empowering you to live a healthier life. Be sure to like and subscribe. And again, I will keep you updated on my most recent episode. Until we see you again, please stay safe and keep living well. Thanks.